Call to the booth. The playoffs are underway. How do the losing teams get better? Pause. Drop that beat. Harrison Sanford, Akeem Tlaib, right here on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Make sure you check us out on Altitude TV if you want to get your Broncos updates or see us Thursday on your podcast feed. Big divisional round weekend we must discuss. But before we get there, we have to talk about what happened. Akeem, I didn't message you on Monday. I don't think I did at least. I let everybody have their time off. Yeah. Take us through your experience on Sunday, please. Man, well, you know, the... The seats were great, you know what I'm saying? We had, like, rolled 13 or whatever it was, 13, 14, right, section 111. We right behind the Cowboys bench, you know what I'm saying? So we was in it. That's the experience that I wanted the boys to have. My nephews and my son, we all went to the game along with my brother. Went to the game, man. We, like, eight deep. I wanted them to have that game experience, right? And we checked that box, man. We was in the game. The atmosphere was crazy in there man you definitely could feel the energy in there Dak had the ball he was down six i know everybody in the stadium besides the niners fans and definitely us eight we just knew Dak was finna go get points man but uh he wasn't able to get the points it was it was disappointing but the atmosphere that i i wanted the boys to be in we definitely checked that box man so we had a great time even though the cowboys lost before we talk about how to fix the cowboys so did do you did you leave? You didn't. You're not one of those who would have left early. You stayed to the very end. I know people got to oh, think yeah, about traffic. How you how you operate? Oh, we stayed to the end for sure. We we had a great parking. We was we in and out. There you go. Good. There you go. All right, all right. So uh, we'll spend one minute each on how to fix all the six playoff teams that lost. Ready? Let's we'll start with the cow. Let's start with the Dallas Cowboys. You have uh, Mike McCarthy there. You also have free agents in Dalton Schultz and Randy Gregory. How would you fix the Cowboys? Man, you let them rock out again, man. You get 12 wins as a team. You don't want to break that band up, not just yet, man. Uh, in my opinion, man, they they prime. They probably going to lose their D coordinator. They might lose their O coordinator, but probably going to lose your D coordinator, man. You you let the next guy come up, the guy who knows the system the best. You let him come up, run a, run a D. Keep McCarthy. You make him go a little younger, spend Schultz money a little somewhere else. You deep on the D line, too. I don't know if you pay Randy Gregory. Keep them boys together, man. Just add add to that. Add to that. Don't don't let McCarthy go nowhere. Uh, I, I assume uh, Cowboys fans would be a little bit concerned about the future of or the backfield future between Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard. Yeah, yeah. I, that's going to be tough, right? It's going to be tough, man. It's, Cowboys in Dallas love Zeke, but it's it's kind of like Pollard is on his heels right now. Pollard emerging as that guy, man. So they definitely gonna have a decision to make right there, man. It's, it's they're gonna have to take their heart out of it and make a decision right there for sure. New England Patriots got washed in Buffalo. Never yeah, seen yeah. anything like that happen to Bill Belichick. Got uh had to give up the sticks at one point in the game. Uh, we saw what happened with Stephon Gilmore. Ended up with the Carolina Panthers. Patriots didn't want to pay him. J.C. Jackson, emerging yeah. as one of the best DBs in the league, is now a free agent. We already know we're going to let Mac Jones develop. They're probably going to try and get more ta- more talent for him on the perimeter. But J.C. Right. Jackson seems like a big, big, big piece to their puzzle. How do you think Bill Belichick handles this versus his history of handling players of his caliber? Well, I think Bill going to handle it like he handled it, man. It's it's, it's 
it used to be like a super privilege to play in New England because you knew he was going to the AFC chip and the Super Bowl, and that's what you was taking a pay cut because you was taking the wins. But I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's if that's his motto now. You know what I'm saying? Because he went out and dropped the bag this offseason. so I don't know if that's still his motto. So man, hopefully he find a way to keep JC man, break the bank man, keep that boy JC, and, and just add one. One guy on the outside for Mac Jones who could really, really stretch the field. Mac Jones, super accurate, throwing the ball downfield. You saw that when he was in Alabama. So, man, you got to get a guy who can stretch the field, find a way to keep J.C. Patriots just fine. Patriots just fine. All right, Philadelphia Eagles, I don't know if they're just fine. Seem to be solid on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, They have a wealth of running backs, but they have questions outside of Devontae Smith at wide receiver. And the big question at Jalen Hurts at quarterback after hit, after seeing year two of him. Thoughts on fixing, quote-unquote, the Eagles? All right, well, you, you remember we taped, like, in March, April, and I was like, the Eagles, they going to be fighting for that seventh seed? Look, boom, they land into the seventh seed. Your second year, you in the playoffs. You was, you helped the team. You helped the organization establish the identity on what we is. You know what I'm saying? That's Jalen Hurts being vocal, being a leader. Like, man, we need to run the ball more. You need to use me in a run game. They emerge and, and, and turn to the second-best team in the NFC East. And they're going to be the second-best team in the NFC East for a while. They're going to battle with the Cowboys for years to come, man. So the Eagles, I think they're good. You stay with Jalen Hurts, add, get him a couple more weapons, and just and just add where, where you see fit, man. Just You got the core pieces already. Ride with Jalen Hurts. If, if you want to compete for that NFC East, Jalen Hurts better be on the center. So you're, you're – if you're if you were an Eagles fan, you would be at peace with Jalen Hurts as your quarterback. Oh yeah, we in a great situation. Why why wouldn't I? I mean, he showed a little promise when he came in his rookie year. The second year, we in the seventh seed, we in the playoffs, and we ain't established an identity to halfway through the year. You know what I'm saying? Now we coming into the season, we got an identity, add a couple more weapons and really clean up that package that y'all got, and then shoot your shot again, man. I think y'all in a good spot. Uh, I'm sure Eagles fans would love to see uh, more development as a passer from him. But again, that also has to do with talent that's out there. Uh, I know they haven't been too happy with the other wide receivers, namely Jalen Rager. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike T, you need a quarterback, baby. You know what it is, being gone. You need a quarterback, man. There's some big names out there that you probably can land, man. You got a great organization, a great football community. Uh you should be able to land one of these big name guys, man. Whether that's Deshaun, whether that's Russell, one of these guys you should be able to get, man. So you're gonna have to rebuild a little bit on defense, get a little youth on defense. But I think, like I said, your core positions, Mika, Watt, those guys are locked in. They there. You got a running back. You got to clean up that O line and get you a quarterback, man. Everything about this offseason should say O line quarterback for the Steelers. Indeed. All right, before we get to the Cardinals, who lost on that Monday night football playoff game, Rich Bisaccia and the Las Vegas Raiders, should they bring him back after making it to the playoffs? Man, Rich did a great job, man. I, I don't think they're going to bring him back just because, you know, they're the Raiders. I think they're looking for, like, a big-name guy. But I think Rich did a great job. Uh, it was in my head. I think the Raiders need a quarterback, man. I'm sorry. I just got to say it, man. It's It's – if you get to year eight, playoff record is 0-1, I can't ride with you no more. I don't care what the circumstances is. I, I can't ride with you no more. Carl, on year eight, he just finished his eighth year. He's like 0-1 in the playoffs, man. So I, 
at that point I gotta move on if, if I'm if I'm GMing or the owner or whatever. Hmm. I did not expect you to go there. Uh I I, I assume that you liked what he did this year, but what, what particularly about his skill set do you not do you not vibe with? Man, it's it's I always say winning winning is a skill, man. And if and if if you only got one playoff appearance, going one, you don't have that winning skill. You got everything else. You got other skills, but that that winning part of it is levels to it. It's regular season to get you to nine wins. Then it's big games to get over the hump, man. I just don't see it, man. I don't. I don't see that. I don't see that winning skill there with Carr. So I have to move on. Indeed, I think Raiders fans have to be pleased with the season. But yes, obviously, room for improvement there as they lost to the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, last one: Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. They start the years on fire, right? And then it flames. What's going on? How do they fix it going into next season? Oh, man, it's a tough one right here, man, because three years together, y'all got one playoff appearance, and it was it was a bad appearance. You want to you wanna change something, but you see the improvement that they have every year. It's hard to, it's hard to break that band up, man. So, honestly, if I was, if I was upstairs, I'd give them one more shot, man, and, and, and hope we could stay healthy. Hopefully, I can keep J.J. in there, because I think when J.J. left, the vibe kind of changed. You know what I'm saying? You start off hot. You had a great leader in there. And JJ leave. He's not in there. It's it's hard. Hop leave. You don't have him in your biggest game. He your biggest weapon. So if I'm management, man, I like what we got going. Tyler was kind of nervous in the playoffs. He held the ball a little bit. I think him in year two of the playoffs, in year four of his career, he'll be better. So I'm going to try to keep the band together, man. Add where I see fit, you know, in a couple spots. But for the most part, Keep them guys together. Shoot your shot one more time. If you was in a tournament this year, you're not that far off, man. So teams can't go in panic mode. The teams who should go in panic mode should be the teams who picking first in the draft and stuff. Y'all should be in panic mode. If you just got put out this tournament, you right there. You a you an injury or a, a, a one leader a player, one leader away from from being where you want to be, man. So. Don't abandon ship. You see so many teams do that. They abandon ship so fast, then they win six games next year, man. So Cardinals good. They just need a couple more reps. As long as y'all getting better, that's what the league about. The year y'all go four and five wins or something like that, now Kingsbury, you got to go. We got to break it up. We got to start over. But y'all going up. Keep going up. Yep, the Arizona Cardinals, uh, definitely a team to watch in a tough division. We'll be interested to see what they do in this offseason. Wonder if Rondell Moore becomes more and more part of that offense as they continue to evolve. When we come back, time to look ahead to the guys who are still in the playoffs. We place our bets right here on Call to the Booth. Back with more Call to the Booth before we get out of here. Got to give you our betting picks for this upcoming weekend. First... Let me update you on a little prop bet that we had going into last week. Uh, most rushing yards throughout the duration of the playoffs. Akeem picked Tony Pollard. Out of there. Finished with, <laughs> out of there with 14. I picked Leonard Fournette. Did not play, but out has a there. chance to play this weekend. Uh, and right now, uh, P- producer Paul, who you see on your screen and you hear on the podcast app, uh, Josh Allen has 66 yards. So now he is the leader in the clubhouse for now. We've got a uh, shot. The- We've got a shot. <laughs> 
Definitely Indeed. got a shot. All right, divisional round betting picks. Uh, Bengals plus three at the Tennessee Titans, 47 over under. What do you like, Keith? Oh, I love them Bengals wide outs, man. So I'm going to go Bengals plus three. I'll probably tease it and be plus nine, but I'm going to go Bengals plus three. I think they, I think they, I think they just overpower them outside, man. I, I don't see how the Titans going to stop them, those receivers. I agree with the Bengals plus three. Don't know how I feel about that 47 over under just yet. Uh, Paul, like any of those? Or you, yeah, I see I'm you also the, like the plus three. Yeah, I'm on the Bengals plus three also. So we're all on the Bengals. Titans still giving up a ton of passing yards, even though their defense right. is better this year. It's a bad there matchup for them Titans. Bad matchup indeed. Uh, 49ers plus five at Green Bay. 47 and a half over under. Keep. Uh, I'm going to stay away from the over unders, man. It's. It's either going to be a super blowout or I don't know. I'm staying away from all the over-unders, but I'm riding with A-Rod, man. Packers minus five at the crib. I need it. Paul? Yeah, I'm going to take the Niners. I don't love it, but I've already invested in Niners futures. I've got them to win the NFC. I've got them to win uh, the Super Bowl. So I'm just hoping they get to the NFC title game and I've got a hedge spot, but I'll, I'll take the points. Don't love it, but I'll take the points. Like the Packers on the money line, I don't know about the plus five. Rams plus three at Tampa Bay, 48 and a half over under keep. Ooh, if anybody could beat these Bucks, it's the Rams, man. And they came out toting the rock. They look like they 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 primed for a Super Bowl run. But I ain't betting against Tommy ever again. I'm taking the Bucks at the crib minus three. I'm going to take the Bucks too. I think, I mean, this line was north of three before everyone watched the Rams blow out Arizona. So I think it's a little bit of an overreaction. So I'll lay the points with the Bucks. I like the Bucks minus three. I'm, I'm taking the Rams uh, plus three for sure. Uh, they beat the Bucks in LA earlier this season. And I would say from a talent standpoint, the Bucks aren't as talented as they were at that point than they are now. But of course, Tom could figure it out. We'll see. And the best game of the weekend, it would seem. Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. Bills getting two and a half, 54 over under. Keep. That's the best game of the weekend. In my opinion. And fuel to the fire, Tommy. You know what I'm saying? First, they put you at one o'clock Sunday. <laughs> Harrison said, You ain't the best game of the week. Right. I'm riding with the Chiefs, man, minus two. And I'm going 54 high. I'm leaving it alone. Chiefs minus two and a half. All right, I'm going to take the Bucks, uh, the Bills, plus two and a half. I've got that Josh Allen future to worry about. So I got the Bills plus two and a half. They beat them earlier this season. Do it again in Arrowhead. Rolling with the Bills plus the two and a half. Uh, before we get out of here, real quick, Paul has introduced some defensive backs that could win Super Bowl MVP as he looked at some future odds. He got to keep his thoughts on it. So can you introduce this to the audience, please? Yeah, so we got – so. Played three of them, and these are bobs, like long, long shots. So played Trayvon Diggs at 250 to one. That's already dead. Uh, Tyron uh, Matthew to win Super Bowl MVP was uh, it's down to 150 to one. It was 300 to one. So I like that. That's got a chance. And Kevin Byard from the Titans, 400 to one. Mm. Now, the thinking is, you know, based on history, you either got to have two picks or pick six for a defensive back or a defensive player to win Super Bowl mm-hmm. MVP. Like James Harrison had a pick six. So that's what we're counting on. These are long shots. Byard's still 400 to one. Just get one of those guys into the game and you got a shot. Um, but obviously you're betting way ahead of the Super Bowl. So that's why the odds are so long. Okay. If you like I, anybody to go ahead, sorry, go ahead. If, if the Titans get there and Byard definitely got a shot, man, he a playmaker on D 
He could come up with two picks in that game. He could come up with a fumble recovery and a touchdown and a pick. He could come up with two big plays easy. And if the Honey Badger get there, man, right. you know he can get it. That's what he does. That's what he does. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's I like both of them. Out of curiosity, Paul, what's Jalen Ramsey's odds? He is, I believe, 250 to 1. I looked at that this morning. I just don't think the Rams are going to get there, but 250 to 1. And if they do get there, nobody's not going to come messing with Ramsey and throwing hella balls his way. Nah. Mm-mm. He's too good. He's too he gonna good. He's going to have a quiet day if they get to the chip. They're not going to mess with him. There you go. You got your divisional round betting advice. Make sure you come back next week. We'll review and preview. Can't believe it. The AFC and NFC Championship Weekend. We're almost there. See you guys next time. Thank <laughs> you.